Hey, and welcome back to another uh, episode of the Parent Pivot Podcast. I'm Steve Cummings. I'm Julia Cummings. And last podcast, sweetie, we talked about Get a Life. And we've been talking about um, that and wanted to take it a little bit step further. What do you have in mind for today? Well, I kind of want to talk about boundaries um, because honestly, you can't have a life right. if you don't have good boundaries. Right. And it's a, a word that is kind of a buzzword right. and we hear it a lot. Some people know what it means. Some people don't. Uh, I have my own thoughts and feelings about boundaries. Sometimes uh, people kind of abuse the word boundaries. Well, because it can sound kind of selfish. Yeah, it can sound selfish and it actually can be selfish. Right. So there can be, you know, somebody that says, you need better boundaries. You shouldn't do anything for them ever. Blah, 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 blah. Right. Whereas I come along the side of not what Western psychology says, right. but what the Bible says. Right. So what the Bible tells me is Jesus laid his life down for people and that he sacrificed a lot for people. So, But he wasn't a doormat either. He wasn't a doormat either. He wasn't so an enabler. There he, is he a... He had people, they, you make your own choices. He loved you in that space, yes. but you had to own your own decisions. Yes. Yes. And there's there's a fine line. There's a balance there between the two so anyway so where I kind of wanted to go was just if you don't have good boundaries with your kids it's going to be really hard to move on in your life and then you find yourself sitting and waiting for them to need you or want you right and you haven't created your own life right and that can be a really lonely place to be that can be a really unhealthy place to be that can be a place where you're not growing. You're not becoming all that God would desire for you to be. Right. It's almost like I envision this transition period. It's like we we keep talking about, hey, when the kids reach 18, they become adults. We're going to pivot from being a parent to a partner. And it doesn't happen like on their 18th birthday, like the next day. It's not like, okay, um, go get a job, go to college, whatever. It's You can actually transition it kind of while they're still in high school, the college years, and you're really just kind of pushing all the responsibility off to them about what are they going to do with their life. Right. You know, you don't you don't take that on yourself. It's not your responsibility. In fact, <laughs> I'm chuckling here because one of the um, pet um, phrases that you like to tell me when I'm uh, maybe overstepping my dad boundaries and I'm carrying over caring too much or whatever, you'll say, sweetheart, not your pig, not your farm. What do you mean by that? Just what it says. <laughs> with, this this is not your not your pig to deal with. It's some other farmer's pig to deal with. Yeah, so, whether, you, whether you look at that, you can say stay in your lane, stay in your yard. Yeah, I mean this is this is true for any types of relationship, whether it's husband wife relationship, or marital relationship. We just happen to be talking about. Uh, trying to help parents of adult children in that same way, but it's like stay in your lane, yeah. Stay in your yard, yeah. Not your pig, not your farm. So if you ever yeah. hear us say that later on in another podcast, <laughs> here's where it started right here. Yes, and I say it a lot. Not my pig, not my farm, and I can't take all the credit for that because I actually heard it from somebody else when I was in school, and I just thought it was so brilliant that I now say it probably every day. <laughs> it's 
And there are point. times when I hear you say it to me, and I'm like, oh, I know. And there are other times it just makes me mad. <laughs> I don't want to hear you say that. Because I, we don't like to see our kids hurt and suffer. No. They're our loved ones. We don't want to see anybody do that. But we're not helping them grow up into adulthood if we don't let them yep. figure stuff out on their own. Yeah. That's yeah. why we say you got to have good boundaries. Yeah. So where I want to go with the boundaries today, what yes. I really am thinking about when I when I said that I wanted to talk about boundaries, um, is really when your kids expect you to take care of them or do things for them in the same way that they might have expected that when they lived at home or maybe they still live at home right. but or when they were younger in in high school or something you know whether you are making them meals because at a certain time because of That's their of their schedule right. and so you're making a meal for them based on their schedule right well let me tell you that shouldn't happen if you want to make a meal and it's convenient, it's... And they're home at the time? And they're at home and they can eat it? Hey, we're great. making dinner tonight and making spaghetti. Are you going to be home? Great, we'll make it. But if you're yeah. if you're doing this seven days a week yeah. or more and it's just expected of you, and even on top of that, doing laundry, yep. Um, yep. you can just name the chore. In fact, I think it was this week uh, you and I heard something on the news about how uh, millennials are getting all these things taken care of by mom and dad. Mom, yep. and do you remember what was what was on there? Oh gosh, I have to pull out my phone. Go ahead, too. you pull out your phone, but I'll, I'll I'll cover for you while you're pulling that up. But it was it was mind-boggling that millennials expect their parents to help with mortgage, help with car payments, car insurance. Um, I don't know that this is an expectation okay. as much as boundaries. My thing is it's probably more about parents boundaries. Right. It's um and mind you, I'm going to tell you, we help our kids. We do, but but they don't expect it and we it's not it's not every month, it's not a, a monthly no. help. It's like if something comes up, you know, we'll we'll, we'll cover half of it uh, or or make a contribution to it. We don't do all of it unless they're completely broke. Right. And some people would probably tell you that we do it wrong. So right. I realize this is an individual situation, right? but what I'm asking you to question about yourself is your motivation or is, are you taking care of yourself? Like, you know, going back to the dinner thing, if I don't feel like making dinner, I'm not going to make dinner and I'm certainly not going to make it for my 24 year old child who, yeah, he has to be at work at six. But I'm out doing something. I'm not going to rush home at five to make him dinner for right. it. Uh, it's not a healthy thing. Right. You should be able to have your own life. Right. Which is what we talked about last podcast. Yes. Have your own life. And- so, okay. So these are the percentages yes. that millennials rely on help from parents to pay bills. Of these millennials that were... Uh, asked yep. uh, 24% had parents help with rent 17% with mortgage 22% with groceries 19% with utility bills uh, 18% auto insurance 16% car payments and 12% dreaming services yeah now we to be completely authentic and honest here about our kids 
we don't do any of that. I think the only thing I can think of is we have a Spotify account, yeah. and one child is on that with her with her husband. But we would have Spotify anyway, and it was going to be the same price for us with them. So it's like, hey, just tag on with us. Right. Um, the other thing was, I think, for the same struggling actor child that we have, um, we got an extra line for a cell phone, and it was free. So yeah. it's like, okay, well, hey, why don't you take the free line and whatever? But but there's nothing out of our pocket that that we're. And then as a family, we all kind exactly. of share streaming services and, and, and things so that like makes that. sense but I think the yeah. point here is, is the, as, as Julia read that list you can hear all the different things you know going oh my gosh if, if you're helping your adult kids out that much like that you probably don't have good healthy boundaries because they're right. always going to expect it of you right uh I'd be careful about using the word always. And okay. I, again, I don't, sorry. I don't want to that's the umpire in me yeah <laughs> I don't want to make it sound like we know every situation either no because we don't no these are guidelines these are broad guidelines that we're giving you and what we're really asking you to look at is really yourself right so this is not about right and wrong no this is about are you it I, i guess really where what it comes down to is the need to be needed because honestly, we all have, we've enjoyed having kids. And there were probably stages where we would say, I don't want them to need me so much. But then all of a sudden they don't need us and we feel unneeded. Right. So it's really about you as the parent. Are you getting the help you need? Are you taking care of yourself? Are you figuring out your motivations? Are you truly helping your child or is this more of a situation about you and that you need this you need them to need you right and I think for me I'm a parent who's always trying to plan ahead so I lead out of my strength finders from responsibility so if I see a child not being responsible I'm going to step in and try to fill that area and if I carry that on past 18 and into adulthood, they have come to just allow, oh, dad's always going to be there. He's always thinking about ahead of schedule, this, that, and the other. And I need to just back up and go, you know what? Not my pig, not my farm. If they are if they don't apply to college on time and they miss a golden opportunity, not my pig, not my farm. If they miss a job interview and they don't get the job that we think, oh, that would be so perfect for them, not my pig, not my farm. So we're talking about those kind of healthy boundaries of not stepping in and living life for them. Let them, let them fall down, let them skin their knees, uh, per se, and, and figure that out on their own because it's not our job at that point yeah. to do that. They've, they've get, it's, like, it's like when Jesus was sharing the gospel and, and bringing the good news uh, and, and asking people to do that, we don't want to give people fish because I think parents with unhealthy boundaries are giving their kids fish. Mm-hmm. We want to teach them to fish themselves. Yeah. We want them to fish themselves. Yeah. And I realize that uh, sometimes it's not 18. I, I would say more often it's probably... Early 20s. Yeah, they're graduating from college. Uh, you can transition during that time, though. You can transition. Your your child should start taking more responsibility and, and things like that. And, you know, if you can get them even into a uh, Dave Ramsey course or something during that stage of sure. life where they can see the big picture. Manage and, their own finances. And start managing finances and things. I wish we had done that so much. I wish that we had done that when they were in high school. That would have been really Our kids have. We great. skipped it. 
Yeah. Our, yeah. Now they, they've done it right. as adults. and yeah. Again, this is an example where we look back on our mistakes. We said, hey, <laughs> we would have done this. We wish we could have done that. And I think all four of our kids have done the Dave Ramsey course. Yes, as adults. And yes. Not that there's... It's all just about being able to stay out of debt and, and save yeah. and, and tithe and give generously. So yeah. that nothing magical about Dave Ramsey. If yeah. for some reason that doesn't work for you. Yeah, yeah. There are other, right. other courses that are similar. So anyway... Um, so the next thing I want to say, though, about all of this, mm-hmm. and forgive me, anyone out there, if this sounds full of judgment, <laughs> I want to just preface that. I'm usually the one that comes across that way, so yeah. I'm, I can't wait to hear what you say. <laughs> um, it's about animals. Animals? <laughs> like the dog and the cat? Yeah. I just, I've seen a lot of people shift the need to be needed. Mm into their animals Mm. and it is hard to get a life to have a life where you are so attached to your animals that you seriously cannot leave them uh my dad bless his heart he's been gone since 2007 um but he was pretty obsessive compulsive but he kind of took on that animal thing. He needed to feed the animal or give him, give the dogs a snack at a certain time. And because he had to have it at a certain time meant that he couldn't go anywhere at night. He didn't go to, you know, Christmas Eve service. So this is an extreme case where maybe a li- you could call that almost a little bit ocd Yes, well, my dad definitely was that. But okay. My point being, I see plenty of people who can't go to dinner with a friend because of their dog, or they can't travel and go visit family because of their animals, whatever it is. Now, again, I'm going to put a little caveat in there. I realize everybody's situation is different. Uh, I realize if you are a single person, your dog is your companion. Your cat is your companion. Who, Whatever animal you have might be your companion. So you become attached to that. And I realize that that becomes uh, difficult to leave them. Uh, I would just encourage a stretching of that for you. If you are tied down to animals, that you find a way to release yourself uh on occasion so that you can get out and that you can have a life. And you know what I might say around that too is if you're like, uh, can't look at that objectively yourself, if you've got a close friend or other family member that you trust, a brother and sister or sister-in-law, whatever, you might ask them, hey, do you think I'm overly attached to my animal? And, and if don't ask the question if you're not willing to hear a true and honest answer. Mm-hmm. And things, and maybe they can go. Yeah, you know what? You know, over the last year or two or whatever, ever since the kids left, whatever, I've I've, I've seen that in you, and just and take it and go. All we're talking about is moving the needle in the direction of of, of healthy relationships, and that's what you're kind of right. bringing up here as far as a boundary goes with your animals. Right. So uh, you can also put this toward having grandchildren. Perhaps your children use you as grandma or grandpa all the time. 
to take care of the kids. And sometimes it might be financially necessary. Absolutely. And we we, we, and we, we jump in there. Yeah, I'd jump in. If my kids were around me, the ones that had kids, my right. goodness, I'd be all over that. So you hear that, kids that, not, that are not around <laughs> us, move back to Georgia and, and Grandma Juju will be here all the time for you. That's yeah. basically what we're saying right now. Pop and Juju are here for your kids. Not all the time because <laughs> that's my point. We need date night ourselves. You, you need to be able to travel if you need to. You need to be able to have a date night you need to feel the freedom to have your own life and those are all boundaries we've been talking about right. on this episode and, and as let me just take a little time out here from the discussion if you have something that you want to ask us a question about mm-hmm. we have a, a an email address it is it is um parent pivot podcast at gmail.com send us a note hey we heard you on the podcast um and and just let us know um what issue is, is coming up and, and address it, but parentpivotpodcast at gmail.com is how you get in touch with us. Yeah. Did you want to mention the Facebook page? Oh, yes. We have a, <laughs> we, we just started that. We have a Facebook page. That one you can search for on Facebook, and that one is The Parent Pivot Podcast. So you'll find us there. You can like and share that. In fact, you know what? We're thinking about doing this. I can't really ex- say it right now, but we're going to possibly have a special guest, Jim Burns, in a, in a few podcasts, I've already talked to Jim. He is the author of the book, uh, "Doing Life with Your Adult Children." Leave the welcome <laughs> mat out and your mouth, mouth shut. shut. Yes. So I was thinking, if Jim gave us uh, some copies of book, sweetie, we could somehow make them available for free for our listeners who are able to share the Parent Pivot Podcast Facebook page. And we'll figure out a way to do that. So that's kind of, I'm ahead of things. So when we get that set up, we will we'll get back to you. But I want to give you guys that, that book for free. Uh, if you'll help us, um, subscribe, share, and write a review of this podcast. Yeah, we'd appreciate that a lot. So anyway, back to the boundary thing. Boundary thing. Uh, I also want to just share, you know, I again, I didn't want to sound judgmental about the animals. We have an elderly dog. <laughs> he is He's a sweet dog, but he's in those elderly years, he's gotten so annoying. Yeah, he's, he's, we love him to pieces. He's been the best dog. He's 14. Um, some days he still looks two when he's outside running around. But we struggle with, you know, finding care for him. Right, because we, when do, we have to go somewhere, we need when a we family travel. member to, to watch him. Usually yeah. we, we shove him off to your mom's, and she loves having him. Yeah. And that, that works well. But for our us, life does but... not revolve around him. If he's supposed to eat at six and we don't get home till later, yeah. Oh well. We yeah. love him, but he's gonna eat later. <laughs> so yeah. we try to have a healthy boundary around that. Yeah. But it's easy to to replace that animal for your children that you you know, whatever. And we love our animals. We adore our animals. They are part of the family and they are filled with wonderful memories and uh they give us a lot. They give us a lot of comfort. Yeah. So. so the takeaway today is just be thinking about boundaries and how they relate to you having uh, a, a, your own healthy life separate from your adult children Yep. and things and ask some honest questions if you need to and especially how it relates to your animals um, and things like that. Anything else you want to add before we close? No, there's so much more I could say. Well, I, again, boundaries are probably like, you know, we could do a few more podcasts on that. I'm sure we will. 
because that is the key thing that needs to be in, in place in order to have a healthy relationship with your adult child right? Um, and stuff. So you've got to have healthy boundaries because when you don't, things get enmeshed, things, you get fractured relationships, you get hurt feelings, nobody's talking to each other, they're not needing me, they're not texting me, how come they're not calling, da 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 If you have healthy boundaries, you have a life. Yeah. And that's what we want to make sure that you are aware of today. And I'd really like to, in the future, I'd love to have a podcast on, uh, maybe have somebody on who has struggled with kids that had addictions, mm. um, boundaries based on that yep. and what that might look like. Cause there's no, there's no right one answer for that. And I'm thinking of a couple of people that we've, I've come in contact with through my ministry, which is bringingkingdom.org. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go there, work with uh, men and helping their identity to live out of that and, um, so I hear a lot of good stories, a lot of stories about that. And that's hard. The net, if you've got a child, an adult child, we talked about this in a previous uh, podcast about mental health. That's hard to have yeah. healthy boundaries when you've got a child that's addicted because yeah. it's kind of like your love for them, all those uh, dynamics that are around that. Um, yeah. That's just hard. So again, email us at parentpivotpodcast at gmail.com. Julia's website is? MeadowbrookCounselingGA.com. There you go. So you can get a hold of us in three different ways and love to spend more time with you. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Um, there, like I said, there's a lot lot more that could be said about that. But the you know, the initial question is, why do we need boundaries? I hope that we've right. covered that, like why, why you need them. And that's why I kind of kicked it from get a life into boundaries because I do think that the two are related. And boundaries are the end result of other things that are going on inside of us that we may not be aware of. So we're, we might in some ways in future podcasts, we're going to come back to boundaries. I know we are. There's, oh, more, yeah. there's more to say on it. Yeah. Plus, it's like the why of having boundaries has to do with the uh, feelings that we feel inside of us or our identity or things like that. There's a whole lot that can be unpacked there. But uh, we'll be back with more on the Parent Pivot Podcast. We appreciate you joining us on this one. Again, we ask you to like the Facebook page, uh, subscribe to us, share us write a review and uh, hopefully we're helping you out with um, your relationships with your adult children and we'll see you next time on the parent pivot podcast bye